Hey everyone and welcome to the Millennial Motivation Podcast with me, James Hackney. Let's get started. I'm so full. Let's get Sorry to jump in, guys, and then interrupt the interview, but for reasons that I have hey everyone, no welcome idea to the Millennial why, Motivation Podcast, the episode, James Hackney here, and today will I'm not delighted to have and iTunes will not play it. on so, the podcast today, cool. who is a podcaster, coach, and consultant, who is the, po- the host of the Infinite Impact Radio. So welcome to the show, Evans. Welcome. Hey, James. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Excited. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for, for coming on to the show. I know you had me on your, your pod when we did the interview the other week, didn't we, for your show. Um, so thank you very yeah. much for returning the favor. Appreciate that. Yeah, you're, and just so everybody knows, your your episode will be coming out next week, the week of October 21st. Oh, amazing. Great stuff. You have to let me know when that comes out and we get it all sorted. Brilliant. Well, Evans, um, first of all, I'd love love for the audience to get an understanding of who you are, where you come from, and, and just what you do. So if you wouldn't mind getting over that for us, that'd be great. Sure. Um, how far would you like me to go back? Because I have quite Ooh. the history. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, no, I'm going to leave that with you. If you want to give us a brief overview, even better, just so we can get an understanding of where you've come from and how you managed to get into running a, a profitable online business and podcast. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Well, gosh. Um, well, first of all, I'm, I'm in the States in South Carolina, which everybody probably hears my accents a little bit different than yours. Um, and I'm going to speed up my voice a little because we tend to talk slowly over here, <laughs> but I've been in, I was, I was just having this conversation yesterday actually, where with someone else who was interviewing me and asking me about my journey into entrepreneurship. And I would have to say it, it goes back about 20 years. Um, probably when I first started in the online entrepreneurial world was about 20 years ago. And I started, I was a personal trainer at the time and working, found myself getting tired of trading time for money all the time. And I, I mean, there was only a specific amount of hours in the day, so I could only train a certain amount of people. And at this time, it was before social media, YouTube, things like that. And I, I really didn't know if there was a possibility of doing anything online. And I ran it across a guy who had come up with a new software called Online Fitness Generator and it would actually produce little workout regimes, exercise regimes for people and programs so you could start training your clients less in person and maybe say meet with them um, once a week and the other two days of the week, you just gave them some exercises to do through that online program and they would do those in the gym. So when I noticed how that opened up the possibilities to really scaling my business, I became more intrigued with the online possibilities than the actual personal training and fitness sales, which I was in at the time. So that's what really pushed me into the online world. And from there, I started working. I actually started going in and auditing other personal trainers and fitness coaches, auditing their websites and helping them rewrite their sales copy because I had a background in writing and editing. And I really enjoyed it because I was still serving somebody. I was just serving somebody different. I wasn't serving the the actual person coming to me as a client. I was serving the personal trainer 
and helping them grow their business by providing them with better sales copy and email copy and things like that for their website. So that's where I sort of first got my toes wet. And then from there, as I was telling this guy yesterday, it was really cool because he brought back all these great memories that I'd forgotten about. I went and I started learning how to create websites and how to write uh, SEO copy on websites so I could rank really highly for keywords. And I started a golf vacation website, sort of my first foray into affiliate marketing, because at the time I didn't really know that's what it was called. I mean, now we know it as affiliate marketing. But what I did was I set up a website called perfectgolfvacations.com. And um, it all I did was create pages for different locations where people could book golf vacations and go on these great trips. But there was a company that sold those golf vacations that fulfilled them. And so I put links in my pages. And when people went and bought a vacation after coming from my site, I got a check. And so I remember telling the guy yesterday, I was like, I remember the first time, and this was before, you know, you didn't have online reporting and all this stuff. I just went to my mailbox to get my mail one day and there was a $500 check sitting there. And I'm like, where did this come from? And I started realizing, it was like, yeah, I was like, this is, oh, this is from, you know, the company that I did. And so I started noticing that I got really good at the SEO part because I would rank really high on Google and Yahoo search in the top four or five results for a lot of pages. And I was competing against companies that had big budgets that were really, you know, golf vacation companies. Meanwhile, I'm just some guy sitting around half the time in my underwear or pajamas at my house in front of my laptop writing information about golf vacations. And, um, but I like to tell people too, and I'll just throw this out there because a lot of people think of that. Oh, cool. You just get checks mailed to your mailbox. It's passive income. It's not passive income. You know, affiliate marketing is not passive income. You have to work to get those checks sent to you. Just like even now, if you wanted to be an affiliate for ClickFunnels or for any other company, you have to actually put in the work to get people to buy through your link. You just can't throw stuff out there and then expect money to start showing up in your inbox. So um, that's one thing that people have to know is that, you know, as you and I know, being in the online world, it's great. Freedom is amazing, but it is hard work. You know, it's not just a, yeah, I agree. You just sit back and, you know, watch money pile in. Um, so yeah, so that was it. And from there, Exactly. It is. And more and more people, there's more and more information out there that people can get access to. Um, so it's, it is very competitive. So you really have to come up with smart ways to do it. One way that I try to tell people that I think is very important, and I'm sure you like hearing this as well, is podcasting is a great way to set yourself apart from other people that are even in the affiliate marketing world. But, um, yeah, from there, I, I started doing freelance work. I learned marketing strategies. I taught myself how to write good sales emails that would generate money. And eventually, I found myself with a client who had a podcast. And that sort of leads up almost to where we are now. And he had he came to me with a need and was like, hey, I need to grow this podcast. And I started talking to him. And I discovered by doing a little bit of digging, and this is a key for 
everybody out there listening, what no matter what you're doing at the time, I mean, I considered myself a freelance uh, copywriter slash marketer. So I had somebody come to me asking me like, hey, I just need somebody to write show notes. And at the time I needed some more business. I mean, I would just gone through a, a rough patch where I was making six figures as a freelancer, loved it, had a wife, had a young daughter. I just told my wife she could quit working because we were making, I was doing well now. So you stay home and help out because we were both working at the time and we're exhausted all the time because she worked in the restaurant business and was out late at night and coming in and then barely sleeping. And then I'm up late and then trying to work and it's tough. Um, but all of a sudden I lost all my clients right when we made that decision, like my clients, disappeared. I lost all my clients because I'd gotten lazy. I'd gotten to the point where I've got three or four great clients that are paying me a ton of money, but I quit doing the thing that you need to do as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, even as a podcast host. You can't just hope that you're never going to need to continue to fill your funnel with leads. Um, And I got lazy and I paid the price where all of a sudden I went from where I was making six figures a year freelancing to getting a check of like $300 a week because I barely had one person left that was, I, well, I had one client left that was barely giving me any work. And so when I saw this project come up, I'm thinking, you know, show notes, writing show notes for a podcast, that's not really what I want to do. I'm, I'm much more skilled than that, but there was something that made me reach out to this guy. And I don't know what it was, but then when I reached out to him, The amazing thing was, is that I realized, or we realized, we lived just 15 minutes from each other. And um, he lived on one side of town on this beautiful beach, this island right by the the ocean. And I live on the other side of the town, not not on an island, but about five (laughs) minutes from the beach. (laughs) um, So we started talking and I was like, so tell me about, you know, what, let me know what's going on with, you know, your podcast. So he starts explaining that, you know, he just hit a stagnation period. He wasn't growing. He wanted to really spread his message. And so I started talking to him more about really what he wanted. And this is what's key. I mean, don't, the, one lesson I'd like to share with people that I learned from this is, you know, it was just come write show notes for a podcast. That's, that's what he asked for. And but once I met him, I started digging deeper into his business, like, okay, what is the really the end goal with your podcast? What is it that you want to see? What, you know, like in six months from now, how would you consider this a success? And that when I asked him that question, he opened up and let me know that he had the idea to create digital courses to teach other real estate agents, which is what he was, how to make more money um, because he was already retired. He retired when he was 46. I came to find out later and he had made a lot of money in real estate and he had done so by following specific systems and he wanted to teach those. Well, if I would have never sort of one, taken that, you know, just taken that contract and gone and met him, but two, actually asked him some questions, some probing questions about what he really wanted. What kind of goals did he have for six months from now, 12 months from now? I would have never discovered this. And once I discovered that, I was like, you know what? Writing the the show notes, I will do that. I still will do that. But I'd like to sit down and put together a plan 
for how we can grow your podcast, how we can put together um, a marketing strategy to bring those courses online and sell them to the people that are listening to your podcast. And so he was like, great. He was like, if you don't mind doing that, you know, put it together and then we'll meet back again and we'll go over it and sort of see what happens from there. So that was the beginning of that. Um, And that's where I started. That's where, that was like my first venture into podcast and park podcast marketing growth and monetization. So it kind of sounds like you, you fell into it that you never really had any, when you set out at the start, you never really had any plan to get into podcasting and then you fell into it. And correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like after listening to your story, which is a great story, I have so many questions, but throughout the journey, it feels like you almost never planned for what was going to happen next, like from the affiliate marketing and to the golf vacation website. Um, now, what no. was what, McQueen, what what was the what was the goal when take yourself back to when you were doing all all that the golf vacation website? What was your goal? What, your your what did you see your purpose in the next few years being? Uh, well, my goal at the time was to I wanted to find a way to make money and have more freedom to basically to work for myself. I'd always had an independent drive to work for myself. Um because I found myself, I, I, I mean, I, and I will say this, so I took, I worked many jobs over the years and they all taught me something. I took something away from every one of them. I mean, I was in sales. I sold radio for a time and I, I couldn't stand it. I used to sell um, outdoor signage, didn't like it at all. But now that I look back over those years and over those things, I developed skills that I'm still using today. Um, But so there was, you're right. There was never a plan. The only plan that I had was once I found online marketing, it was sort of, I just, it just felt right. Like, this is what I want to do. I like still, I still like serving people and helping people, which is what I was doing. And that's the one thing that I found missing with that golf vacation website. It was so, there was no interaction with others. So as I made money on that, and I realized it got harder and harder because that's when the search engines started coming around and doing all these algorithm changes. And so basically I could go from being in the top three on a web page to being buried like a hundred searches down from one day to the next and I wouldn't make any money. So that's when I got into working as a freelancer because I still had that freedom but I liked freelancing better because I would meet people and they would tell me it reminded me of personal training. It reminded me of being, you know, in health and fitness because these people, these business owners would come to me with a problem. I would figure out a way to solve that problem. I would serve them and then I would celebrate like their victories with them. Like, hey, you know, you wanted to get your website up and launched and you had no no content. We got all that done. Now you've got a website. You're starting to you know, have a presence and make some money as a real estate agent or whatever people were doing. And it really, that's where I got that connection again with, with the other person. When I was doing the golf vacation website, it was more, it was learning and I I got a lot of great skills out of it. i honed my, my writing skills, really got those tightened up. So I was able to transfer that into the freelancing world because people really needed writers and people who could write website, write SEO copy, help them 
get their websites ranked higher. And I was able to do that because I had learned it, that other skill. But yeah, that's the one thing that I really, I look back on now and I would have never, even if that website would have continued to be successful, I may have kept that business going, but I wouldn't have been fulfilled from it. I would have probably found something else to do because I still, even in today, and it's the one reason I love my podcast is I get to connect and serve others. So that's really a vital part, I think, of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's one thing you've touched on throughout that. And a word that you've kept mentioning is serving and serving people and their needs. And it seems like you've combined Mm -hmm. the serving element of it and adding value to serve them people with also the entrepreneurship and also monetizing it and being able to all the skills that you've learned, you've managed to then be able to serve other people and find gaps in the market. So if let's say any of the listeners are listening now and they, and I, I generally believe the key to entrepreneurship and earning money and having life of self-fulfillment and purpose is to serve other people. But what would you say to somebody now who is looking at serving people, but then trying to find the gaps in the market or the market to know where to go towards doing that? Is there, any, is there a particular way you would advise to do that at all? Or I would say, first of all, this is this is a lesson I learned back when I was in personal training before I even got into online entrepreneurship is one, clearly define who you want to serve. Yeah, I mean, you want to serve the right people because when I was in personal training, when I first started, I was, and you know, yes, I wanted to help and serve people because it had changed exercise and nutrition had changed my life. And that's why I wanted to give that same thing to other people. So I was very authentic in that. But when I first started out, I also had to pay my bills. So, and I was brand new. So I took almost anybody that came my way that would hire me. And I quickly found that that was a quick way to burn out and not enjoy what you're doing. So one of the first things I would do is I would say, okay, who do I want to serve? What does that person look like? Do they, what are their values? What, you know, like what, who, and actually sit down and write these things out and then think about, is this the kind of person I would want to sit down and spend a few hours with? Because if they're not start marking off the qualities of the people that, you know, like, no, I don't really want to hang out with that kind of person, you know, because these people, what your goal is, is to create, you know, not just clients, but lasting relationships. You want to build a tribe of people that are going to stick around with you, continue to work with you because you're helping them level up, get more success. And also they're going to bring other people in your life and help bring you referrals for your business. And most of the time, those referrals are going to be very similar, if not exactly the same kind of person that they are. So once you identify that person you want to work with and want to serve, that opens up a lot of possibilities. Then I would say the next thing is simplify it. Don't start thinking about, well, I can, because here's the thing. We all, we all probably have a lot of skills and you start thinking, well, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. You start thinking, all you do is confuse yourself. Pick one thing that you can help people with and give them a big result and then stick with that and get some momentum. And one thing that I remember I heard um, one of my coaches, Alex Sharfin, who is um, 
he's an amazing entrepreneur, great guy. He actually said something once in a podcast and it just stuck with me. And it was, it was at a time that I needed to hear this message because I was trying to think, okay, what is the, you know, the thing I want to do, the biggest, the big thing, my life's purpose. What, and I'm just like, that will cause you to lock up and not yeah, do anything yeah, yeah. because you will just so sit there. And, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. So what he said was just do, you know, do one thing. Just do one thing. It doesn't have to be the thing. Do one thing. Start getting momentum. Start growing. Start building your network. And then as you progress forward, um, movement will actually create clarity in your life. So if you're not moving, you're going to stay unclear on what it is you actually want to do. But if you start doing one thing and moving forward, it's going to help you build that clarity and that momentum. And then eventually you will find really your one big thing that you love doing that you focus on. Um, so it, yeah, it, that's, that's a, that's probably the best advice I have. Just those two things, find the one person you want to, you know, you definitely want to hang out and spend a lot of time with, cause that's going to be your client. You want to, you want to like them, make sure they have the same values as you. Um, and that somebody that you want to serve. And then from there, just pick, pick something that gives people a big result that they have a need for. Just pick that thing and get good at it. Get people results, get some testimonials, get some momentum, and then eventually build upon that until one day you will find, I mean, cause there's still people, it was funny because there's, there's guys that are older entrepreneurs than myself that have been in the game for a long time. And they'll tell you, it's like, I still don't know, like my, one, my one, you know, life's mission. I just know that I'm getting closer to it. Yeah. No, but I, I think that's so true. We, we, we're so focused upon to find the one purpose. This is a purpose for my whole life when really that, that can change. That can play, change from one year to the next. As you start to learn, you start to experience new things. And like you, like you just said there, that you focus on the one thing. And then even when you get there, you may, there may be another one thing that you want to concentrate on. And that's all made up from kind of the challenges, the failures and who you become as a person, because we're all on a journey and you've been on a journey yep. since leaving and um, being a personal trainer, you've been on this journey and I can imagine you're still questioning kind of what is my one thing or <laughs> the journey's never ending. Sorry to jump in guys, but for some unknown reason, the podcast interview will not upload as a full file. So the full interview will not upload as a full file on iTunes. So what I've had to do is split the interview into two. So that was the first part, and you can now check over and check out the second part of the interview that's been released. So yeah, for some unknown technical reason, I'm not the most technical person in the world, so I can't try and figure this out. So I decided to split the interview into two. So check out the interview, or the remainder of the interview, on the next podcast, which is released straight away. So thank you guys, and don't forget to hit subscribe.